right, it's time for another Talk of Champions coming off the win at Kentucky, Chattanooga, then the Iron Bowl and the SEC Championship. That's locked in now. Alabama, Georgia again. Don't want to look too far ahead, but it's good for this team from where they were to build back up to punch that ticket to Atlanta. Who'd have thunk it, huh? Who'd have right. thunk it? And week two after the Texas loss, everyone had written this team off. No way that they're going to get a whole lot of better. Too many. Uh, insufficiencies at various positions, not just one, but multiple. Defense wasn't good enough, and slowly they have progressed. After that South Florida debacle, they have gotten better every single week and started hitting their stride. And I think a lot of it also is the fact that some other teams are struggling too. There's not a lot of great teams across the country, in my opinion. Alabama's been beneficiary of that, but they have gotten better. And most importantly, and this is kind of the takeaway that I had from last week versus Kentucky, they did what they should have done. They did what they were expected to do. And it was, that game was never in doubt. That's what championship teams do. They take care of business on the field, put those games away in the first half, and Alabama did exactly that. 21 nothing before you could uh, get out of the first quarter there. We'll talk about that. Look ahead to Chattanooga, what you accomplished in a game like this, and maybe a sneak peek to the rest of the season, including a trip to Auburn. All that here on Talk of Champions. Like, subscribe, comment here. It's brought to you in part by the Watts Agency. Give us a call at 205-822-5477. And before you dial that number, know what you're calling about. We sell home and auto insurance and small business insurance. We'd love an opportunity to, to help you out. Yeah. All right. Speaking of helping out, the defense has been so fabulous this year. We always talk offense first. So let's start with the defense. Um, you get a turnover. It sets up for an easy touchdown for the 20, 20th and 21st point. So that's good. Stop. What? Let's back it up. Kentucky has a very good rushing attack. Well, that's what I was about to say. I said that set up that, but... You controlled the run. We've got to start on first and second down, though, with the okay. fact that Kentucky went to that stretch zone. They tried to run the ball. That's their bread and butter, averaging almost five, six yards per carry doing that. They could do nothing. They had one run in the fourth quarter for about 40 yards. That gave them their total of 95 yards rushing That's on right. the game. So prior to that, as far as yards from line of scrimmage by running backs, it was limited to probably 20 yards over the course of the day. And that was Ray Davis who got a late touchdown, a meaningless touchdown there. So what makes Alabama's rush defense so good right now? They're just getting better uh, fighting off the blocks up front. They're big, physical, obviously. They're not going to give a lot of, of, of yardage getting pushed back. But they do a really good job of stalemating, recognizing the run that's coming, flowing, forcing, preventing offensive linemen from getting up to the second level. And then they have the ability to shed blocks. I think George did a really good job versus Kentucky of pinching the edges and not allowing uh, the running backs for Kentucky to get to the outside. Alabama took that game plan and put it to use. Justin Boyby had a good job. He played a lot of outside, and he was really that edge setter. He wasn't going to allow anything to go outside of him. That clogs it up, and that's ultimately what you want to do in the running game when you're defending it is try to clog those holes up, make it mucky up there, and really just bog everything down and not allow backs to – penetrate nor bounce it to the outside you know i have a very simple football mind that's why you're on the show here uh but chattanooga but then auburn and georgia whose success oftentimes especially auburn comes with running, running first football. but georgia with milton and edwards back there they like to run too to sort of free up their passing game that bodes well for Alabama in those games down the stretch. Everyone wants to run the football. It, it's really the foundation of any successful offense is your ability to mix things up, get positive yardage, stay ahead of the chains, and then play action off of it and do some various things. That's It's option football today. So, yes, if, if, if this continues to progress in the defensive box, that, that front seven for Alabama plays as well as they do, 
they got they, they stand a chance against everybody. They really do. Secondary's playing more aggressive. They're playing good. A lot of pressure up front. You make a team one-dimensional, you have a lot of success. Yeah, tell me about uh, tackling in the defensive backfield. How important is that, too? I mean, I think Caleb Downs may be one of the best I've ever seen mm-hmm. coming up in run support. And, and he had a good game. Kulin McKinstry, for the first time, and me witnessing and watching him, came up and stuck his nose in there in the running game as well. So you start getting these guys, seeing other fellows do it on film, it creates a little bit of competitiveness, which is a good thing. Defense is playing outstanding, though, from the standpoint not only in the run support, but also tackling as soon as the receivers are catching the ball. They're not allowing the yards after catch. That was critical versus LSU. They did a good job of it last week versus Kentucky as well. If you can keep everything underneath, tackle them where they catch it, make them do it multiple times. Okay, I got a special deal with you from Roback right now. You don't have to worry about a promo code if you just go straight to this website. And this isn't just for first-time people going to Roback.com. This is for any of you who've ever bought from Roback. You can get 20% off this holiday season. All you have to do is go to Roback.com slash TNR20. So put that in to the address, Roback.com slash TNR20. That'll give you 20% off even if you bought from Roback already. So it's not a first-time 20% discount. This is for anybody. It's for the entire site for this holiday season. Roback.com slash TNR20. Roback.com slash TNR20. And enjoy your shopping this holiday season. Speaking of the holidays, Thanksgiving is next week, right? The Iron Bowl is already part of that. These games traditionally have come on the Alabama schedule before that. What do you get out of a game like this? Anything well, it's been at all? a trend for, what, 10 years now? Oh, it of, seems long. Playing a throwaway game the It's week either before. been that or a bye. You know, there was a bye back in the day. They changed the rule, says, you know, you can't take a bye before the SEC championship game. So they pushed the Iron Bowl back before the SEC championship game, and it created this weekend. What do you get out of this? You get what you want out to it. It, it you know, what you put in is what you get out. The players go out there, they prepare well, uh, they prepare themselves as a professional would for the next opponent. They get out there, they do their thing, they get off the field, and then somebody else gets an opportunity to go and continue to develop as well. There's a lot of youth on this football team that needs multiple reps, and we talk about this every single year. The goal for the coaches is not to get your starters in and out. It's to go in there and win the football game. But as soon as it is in hand, obviously, here late in the season, a lot of guys are going to be dinged up. You want them off of the field as quickly as possible. Nick Saban traditionally, early in the season in these type of games, likes the starters to play the first half, go in, do the locker room, the normal locker room, come out and at least go one drive in the second half. Right. Late in the year, though, you do see a lot of scratches because of injuries. Jalen Milrow took a pretty serious hit on the thigh there. Have you ever had that injury helmet to the thigh? It's Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it hurts that, like that, hell, that, I imagine. That, that bony area right there, it's just not a lot of meat. Um, and of course, guys don't wear pads anymore either. Yeah. They want to try to be, you know, eight millimeter of a second quicker than what they would be, so they don't wear pads. But yeah, getting hit in that little hip area can, can be tough, and it can cause a bruise. And he's, I think he's very fortunate that it wasn't a, a, a bone bruise of any sort. It appeared just to be to his muscular area. So he, he, he got up, played, hobbled a little bit more, but... Never really saw an issue out of it the remainder of the game. He seemed to be fine. Yeah, I would imagine, though, they they nursed the game plan a little bit, play calling-wise, probably took the design runs off the table. Yeah, I would imagine so. And, and I think against UT Chattanooga, all due respect, I don't think you have to have everything yeah. at your disposal in a game like this. You want to go in, game plan according to what they're going to do. But 
it's going to be more vanilla offensively as far as Jalen Milrose role in the game plan. Everybody else is full board. Yeah, but this is the infamous 10 horn weekend from Nick yes, Saban and Georgia Southern. Uh, and Chattanooga comes to town with a great reputation. But the beauty is oh, no option in this game and no cut blocking. That's right, which was bad back in those days, the way Georgia Southern used to play football. All legal, it just was their style of play. All right, so for Jalen Milrow, um, another great week. He's got 10 touchdowns in two games. Responsible for 10 touchdowns Six in two games. touchdowns last week versus Kentucky. Never would have imagined we see that. A couple of them were quarterback sneaks. However, he still looked good in the pocket. Scramble drill was, was worked to perfection of as far as his ability. And I think what was the most amazing of that was the patience. The, pri- the prior week, it was he was going towards the line of scrimmage. He was exploiting that defense with his legs. He continued to move towards the line of scrimmage but kept his eyes downfield in this week's game versus Kentucky. And I don't, that's not a conscious decision that he has made. Right. But it shows his awareness of not just being, it worked well last week running the football, therefore I'm going to take off and pick up eight yards. Now he kept his eyes downfield, knew down and distance, new situation, and was able to exploit a defense that got out of position even with three safeties down deep because both of those were third and long situations where he's hitting big home run shots downfield. More and more, he's getting more and more comfortable. And I would I imagine so. the things you're talking about there comes with getting more comfortable. It does, understanding down-distance situation, where you are in the game, but also very familiar with your offense, understanding where receivers are. And that's the biggest thing. A lot of times guys will start scrambling around. They lose. They forget, well, where are my guys at? They're all on the left, and I'm rolling to the right. That's not good. Right. So keeping your eyes downfield, understanding where they are. But... You know, Cubby Prentice did a good job of recognizing where the voided area was. He worked his way to it while still maintaining scramble drill discipline, work the sidelines, then go up. So it, it all it all worked out, yeah. which was good to see. I want to I want to ask you about what is, I don't think it's a new trend, but it's been something that analysts on TV broadcasts have been pointing out a lot this year. After I tell you about our friends at My Bookie mybookie.ag right now a 50% deposit bonus with mybookie.ag you go in use the promo code next round next round and you'll get a 50% deposit bonus mybookie.ag bet anything anywhere anytime right there with mybookie.ag i forget the term they use is it the parachute route uh, is this, uh, i forget what it's called but the receiver is going out and he, he sort of is making a loop, and there's no landmark, they keep saying in the broadcast. He's just trying to find a, a space out there. He's just not running to a, a landmark and cutting or, or moving. What did you call it turning. Was it a parachute route? Is that what it's called? Parachute? There's a sail route. A sail route. That's what it is. The sail route. It's the parachute, yes. not your pants, baby. <laughs> Tell me about the sail route. Uh, how, why is that working all of a sudden against well, these defenses? It, it, a lot of guys, they'll bend it in and make the corner, then say, all right, well, he's the safety's problem. So I'm going to fall back into either my third or I'm going to go with this receiver because that's somebody else's responsibility now. And then, then they'll kind of bend it back. And it's, it's not so much of route running is not – the good route runners are not A to B to C. It's not five yards then I cut out. It's I set this guy up and it might be at three yards, it might be at seven yards, but I'm trying to find a voided area. I try to create separation, try to force the defense to make a decision, and I'm going to find a voided area. And the good quarterbacks and receivers, that's what they're working. They're both seeing the same thing. Right. So there's gray area in a lot of these routes, and there needs to be. Down and distance dictates sometimes you go past the sticks. Understandable. 
but there's got to be a little bit of gray area because there's no purpose for a receiver to run into coverage just because my route told me to go 12 yards and out. Well, that's right. where the guy's standing. Why go there? He's expecting you to go yeah. 12 why yards and out. Why not go nine yards? Right. You're open at nine yards, so why, why not do that? Those are the type of things. Sell route, yeah, it's fine. Going in, confusing the defense with who they're matching up with, and then kicking it to the outside, finding a voided area. And so much of that occurs in today's game. Oh, are, we, are we as Alabama? So much more. Uh, yeah. So much more now. Uh, are we as Alabama flooding routes more as the season goes on? Are we? Are we? The traditional we, flooded route where yeah. I bootleg off and we, I'm we, put three we, defenders in there. Are we, are we trying always, to do that more for Jalen for some reason? No, you're always trying to put strain on a defense. Right. Call it flooding. I'm trying to high low a, a particular guy. I'm trying to to go on either side of him, make him make a decision where he's wrong. So he makes one but, choice, I throw the other. That's right. But. Offensively, and this is where the Tommy Reese is, and then they have to understand what the defense is doing, whose the responsibilities are, what their matches are. I take this guy, push, I push the safety off, which creates a one-on-one opportunity on the next person. Because without that supporting defense, you have to occupy him. Without him being able to come in, now you can create those those good opportunities for you where you're putting pressure on one guy. Okay, couple in things. a zone. Couple man, man coverage is out the window. It's, it's, it's I got to be faster than you, or I got to be a better route runner. Than Lord you of the cover. flies. At that point, I just got to beat you. And then what I would do is just come up, throw a good old <laughs> shuck on you. <laughs> okay, uh, two things that uh, still have been problems at one point. One seems to be fixed. Don't one, talk about the snap. Don't you not. dare bring that not. back up. Or after you the tell punt. Us about, after you tell us about the Watts Agency. the ability for us to fill the punt. <laughs> tell us Is about that Watts the route you're going down? Tell us about Watts Agency. The Watts Agency. You want to talk about hedging your bet. That's what you use insurance for, okay? We take the risk <laughs> off of you. Give us a call. We're an independent agency. We're picking up new carriers right now. It's a tough time. Please give us a call for your home and auto insurance needs at 205 822 5477 or go to com. Now, wait, wait, wait. got to spin the imaginary wheel. Oh, it lands on snaps. The snaps well, have you've been really already good. drawn on the imaginary, yeah. you know, dry race board or <laughs> grease board, as my dad calls it. Uh, yeah, the snaps have been good. The snaps have not been an issue yes. last week versus Kentucky. They were versus, we still had a snafu versus LSU. But it was good to see us not have any problems so with the center quarterback exchange. You're talking about being superstitious. Bringing I'm it not up saying not being superstitious. I'm just saying there's a couple of games coming up here where you can't have any issues, no mistakes. Yeah. So don't think that it's fixed. Okay, it's not fixed. LSU thought they fixed their defense versus Auburn. They realized <laughs> real quick they still can't tackle. Still can't tackle. Um, but then the, the momentum changing fumble this past weekend. You're punt. up 21 nothing. Game is well in hand. You filled that ball at the 40-yard line. They haven't stopped you offensively all day long. You go down, next thing you know, your starters aren't playing in the second half. And instead, yes, I don't know if it's not taking your, your – you know, and I also wonder this. That was like the first spiral punt that we had seen in a couple of weeks. Are these guys getting so accustomed to the rugby-style kick that maybe that threw them off? But it was just an errant deal where you can't have a turnover, especially up 21 nothing, about to put this game away. It was unfortunate, yet he's still the guy. Yeah. So, so is it the rugby-style kicker where it's making you hesitate whether you want to field it or not because it's not coming out traditionally? I, I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. All right. I, See, to me. I have tried. Have you ever tried to field a punt? Uh, I have once. And it's, it's, it's a whole lot harder than Extremely difficult. The extremely ball goes difficult. up, and when it's yep. in a spiral, it starts to come down. But unlike a fly ball, 
in baseball where it stays on that trajectory, eventually that thing does that. Right. Because of the pointed football. It, yeah, yeah. It like draws back or something. It's like a plane. Yeah. It's, it's almost not the same of catcher going back to the backstop on a foul ball that he's having to catch with a mid on. Having to turn around. Yeah, he turns around. But it eventually is got a different spin on it. Yeah, it's got a different spin on it too, as opposed to when it has been head out to the outfielder. So that's different too. But that's on a spiral punt. Now the rugby punter's not kicking the spiral Hmm. punt. Could part of it be just the mentality of I'm gonna go catch every punt? Uh, and not this indecision, is this one I'm going to let hit and this one I'm going to go catch? Is it a mental thing? that Some people are just like, I'm going to go catch every punt. Back of your mind, you're wanting to return every single one because you want that opportunity. I don't even want that anymore. I just want you to catch every one. Come on now. I'm ready to dumb it down and let's just catch every one, fair catch every one, catch every one, and let's go. Okay. I don't want any negative plays. I don't want to hit That's the, the second part. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. So now your job is, I'm going to go get that ball and prevent it from bouncing. Right. That's, that's all I ask yards. for, yeah. No return. Yeah. I'm going to fair yeah. catch everything. i got to get to it. Then it all of a sudden, because of the rugby style that comes into play, it's, holy cow, if I can't get to that and be under control and it hits off of me, I don't know where that thing's going. Yeah. It could bounce five yards in front and hit my leg. So he's still the guy, so he must be doing it right. He, he he's doing it the way is. the coaches want. Yeah, he yeah. obviously is. Obviously is. Dumb sportscaster. Bad sportscaster. Uh, stupid question. Sorry, Chris. It's okay. Chris Farley. <laughs> Watts Agency. Our friends right there at mybookie.ag and rowback.com slash TNR20 for everybody, not just first-time users there. And uh, we're getting ready for Chattanooga. And then next week we'll come in and talk about the Iron Bowl. In, in Auburn at Jordan-Hare Stadium, that place that's so tough to play. One more game. That's senior. not a question. Did yeah. you want me to say something? Because no, no, no. that's not a question. No, teasing ahead. Senior, bowl, uh, senior day. Cool night. Yeah. I, we, we never did this. And when I was growing really? up. Really? You did I, not? I, I, no. No, they did not honor the seniors or their family so members. So Mr. and Mrs. Watts did not Never made it on there. the field. Yeah. Never made it on the field. The hottest teacher in Thompson Elementary history. Never yeah. made it on the I field. I guess they were scared my dad would never leave because he'd be talking to everybody. <laughs> hey, how you doing? No, but this is a cool thing that they do if you've never had an opportunity. And what I love also is the fact that a lot of people who normally don't get a chance to go get to bring their kids, their families. So it'll be, it'll be a good atmosphere, hopefully, right. there right. on Saturday. And then next week, that's when you better roll up your sleeves because... They always do this. I knew they'd do it again. They start figuring things out in the tail end of the year. Playing the best football mm-hmm. to date, yeah. especially when it's at Jordan Hare. Well, that's ten points right there. Yeah, at least, at least. Don't have to try to fill punts there. Just let that one roll uh, down there. Injury free. Do your thing out here. Get off the field. Seriously doubt Deontay Lawson plays again. They'll probably give him another week to heal up. Jihad Campbell's played outstanding at linebacker. It's good to have those three pieces there that you can interchange. Um, hopefully we see a couple other guys as well. That's the talk of champions. He's Tyler Watts of the Crimson Tide Sports Network and the Watts Agency. Have a good week.